Welcome everyone to Check the Net, Impact 89FM's college basketball podcast. I'm your host, Colin Pearson. I'm joined today by my co-hosts, Kylie and Derek. Uh, it's been a wonderful week for us all. First week of college basketball. I've sat in my classes and watched like all week. I don't know about you guys. Oh, yeah, L- L- I student. have. L students. Hey, hold hey. on. I've done the same thing though, I'm so. <laughs> <laughs> We're all bad students. You know, students. if I'm doing fine in my classes, the lecture, it's just going to be watching women's basketball. That is true. Basketball. That's, that's how it goes. And mm-hmm. it's been a phenomenal week for that. Uh, let's just get right into it because we got a lot of games to talk about. Uh, let's start on the women's side with the games we talked about a little bit last week. Um, starting with the very first game of the women's season in Paris, the first game in Paris ever. This is number six versus number 10, South Carolina versus Notre Dame. Um, and South Carolina just came out and just came out and won it like 100 to 71. Um, what are you guys' thoughts there? That is just straight up like domination. I mean, that was insane. I did not expect that. I said to this game to be a lot closer than what it was. And it was pretty close. For about the first half. Yeah, about the first yep. half. Very good competitive game. Exciting to watch. And then I took the bus to class and then I turned it back on. I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, South Carolina looked really good. I guess my only concern for them would be they're still, they're young. So there's always going to yep. come those trials and tribulations with being young. Um, but they looked really good. And I will say, even though Notre Dame was kind of on the, the, the brunt end of that, uh, their, their, uh, their guard, Hannah Hildago, 31 points, shot 50% from three. She was very impressive in her first game debut. She's a freshman. Yeah, she was insane to mm-hmm. me. She's going to <clears throat> be, be so a key good. player for Notre Dame 100%. and, frankly, just around the country next or this coming year. Yeah. She's going to be someone to watch out for, Super I think. fun to watch. So I think Notre Dame is going to be solid anyway. Um, this was just kind of a a very fun game, but a tough game to start out with. But both teams are going to have very successful seasons. Yeah. It was definitely I mean, a good way to get people to come watch. I mean, a game in Paris is very, <laughs> very fantastic to watch and everything. I mean, USC just, like, South Carolina just shocked the world. I mean, that's just a great game. Like, having 100 points is amazing. And they're going to be a team to watch out for when we get into tournament season. Like, number six, honestly, is a good place for them, maybe a little higher, I mean, after that game. And Notre Dame's a really, really good team, too. Fantastic players, just like you guys were saying. It's just going to be – they're just a great matchup to start the year, and I'm very excited to watch it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, personally, the most exciting thing for me was the exposure both those teams got by playing in Paris, by playing on national television for that first game. And by it being such a good, exciting, energetic game, you mm-hmm. know. The other thing I want to say is Dawn Staley is incredible. I love her. How mm-hmm. I love she her. turned, you know, losing the three top players from your team that was a one seed last year. You lost, you know, you lose one, you can rebuild. You lose two, rebuilding's a little bit tougher. You lose three of your top players and you still come back like that the next year with mm-hmm. all your rookies. Like, that's insane. Dawn yeah. Staley, kudos to you. That was incredible. Oh, for sure. Um, I definitely ruled South Carolina out a little bit prior to the season, knowing that they had lost a few players. I did too, yeah. Um, They're back in. Oh, oh, absolutely. Without a doubt, like one of the top teams in the nation again, Mm -hmm. probably a one seed again based on Mm -hmm. how they played against Notre Dame. I mean, they proved it. Yeah. Now we can't talk about them in any way possible. That's negative. Yeah. Yeah, they they had nothing negative on their team. Frankly, Notre Dame didn't either. They just kind of no. got ran over a little bit at the mm-hmm. last quarter, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, no, Notre Dame still looked solid. Again, it's the first game, real game of the season, so everyone's still trying to feel out kind of what's going to work, what's not going to work. So I think they'll they'll make some changes and they'll come back and they'll be a strong team. Absolutely. 
Uh, next game I want to talk about just very quickly because we mentioned it last week was the uh, Team USA exhibition versus Tennessee, uh, the 11th seed. No surprises here. Team USA won 95-59 because it's the best players in the world versus yeah. Tennessee. Yeah. Um, the fact that Tennessee, you know, still put up 59 on the best That's players impressive. in the world is impressive. Very yeah. good. That, in my mind, is a win for Tennessee um, mm-hmm. just from a social standpoint. Um, they they looked good out there compared yeah. to, you know, some of these insane players on Team USA. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a very good learning experience. Um playing against professional players because honestly playing against that high level like high caliber competition is only going to make you better so I think that's probably why they did it and I mean it was, it's going to be a really great experience for them yeah. absolutely it's just experience and this is being able to get out there and play against a team like that and being able to score 60, almost 60 points is just fantastic so you got to give it to them that's for sure kudos and they're going to be able to take that into the wins in the conference play and just kind of hopefully ride that up to the sunset with um the tournament as well. So that's going to be a great time to see. Great way to start out the season with just experience, and that's all you really need in this kind of game to win. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about another game that happened this past week that was a little bit more of a surprise um, with the outcome. It was highly anticipated game, you know, two ranked teams, number one versus number 20. We had yeah. LSU, the reigning national champs, taking on Colorado, who is a team kind of on the upswing. They were looking good going into it. Um, I don't think any of us expected this outcome to this degree. No, and I put my prediction out in the air about how I thought LSU was going to go undefeated in season and then struggle in the tournament. Wow, that's insane. (laughs) I guess it was just my number one concern with LSU, which like reaffirmed by this game, is the fact that they are not a cohesive group. They are not a team. They're a bunch of individual, very talented players. And until they can act as a team, they're not going to win as a team. Yeah, I mean, Colorado beat them 92-78. It wasn't like it was was a crazy close game. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't a terribly back and forth game. It was a Colorado was winning and LSU kept trying to catch up but couldn't seem to get that cohesive play going together. They were mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. a team. Yeah. They were yes. a bunch of individuals and they didn't have a lot of passing. They didn't have a lot of I mean they're all great players, you know. Yeah. They can all shoot, which is mm-hmm. why they did well, but they didn't look like a team. No. Not at and all. And that's that's a big concern. Yeah, um, that's a huge problem going forward. Hopefully it's a timing issue, and as the season goes along, they can like mesh a little bit and play better, but eh, we'll see. The other thing is Colorado looked like an insanely good team. Yeah, they um, look solid. Oh, yeah. Like I knew they were going to be a good team. You know, they're ranked and all that, but they looked really, really strong out there. Um, I think they could end top 10. Oh, I'm sure. Easily. Yeah, especially after open up, opening up with this kind of a win, they're going to have a really good season. Yeah, the only challenge I think to them is the team that's ranked one below them, who also took down a higher seed uh, this week, and that is USC, who is 21st in the country, and they took down number seven, Ohio State, um, 83-74, a nine-point win. Um, Like I said last week, I I think USC is a great team. I had a feeling they'd be able to beat Ohio State, but they didn't feel like a very consistently good team throughout the game. They had, you know, their peaks and all that, and most teams do, but there's they worried me a little bit with how inconsistent they looked against Ohio State. Um, I think I'm, I'm going to stand by it. I think Florida Gulf Coast could trip them up on Friday. Interesting. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think they'll win, or I don't think Florida Gulf Coast will win, sorry. Um, but I think 
there's definitely a chance that it's going to be a close game um, and something to watch out for. Interesting. And I so that will be done by the time this podcast is out. So we'll see. <laughs> uh, you guys can check that out immediately. Um, but that's just my take right now is yeah. that USC, while they are looking like a very good team, mm-hmm. you know, they played against Ohio State, who didn't look like a great team out there. No, they didn't. No. Um, and I think Florida Gulf Coast, having seen their one game so far, they did look like a very solid put together team mm-hmm. and so it could be an interesting matchup yeah i mean usc with um i know juju watkins had a really good game um in her debut which was super exciting to see i just again with with them being young and that's that's the problem with that's what's going to be an issue for a lot of teams this year a lot of them are young a lot of newcomers a lot of transfers the transfer portal was so active in the offseason it was crazy so i think there's just they're going to run into those roadblocks that the typical teams run into. And again, it's better to run into those roadblocks at the beginning of the season. So, you know, Florida Gulf Coast could be their roadblock. But as long as they learn from it and get it out of the way, I think it's going to be a, a positive thing for them. Ohio State, I still stand by saying I think that they can take the Big Ten this year. They did look relatively strong, um, but they were just played with mistakes and errors towards in crunch time. So they really got to get a good handle on that. Um, me and Con were talking on, was it Tuesday? I think it was Tuesday. Monday or Tuesday, we were talking about how um, Ohio State's defense looked very intense towards the end of the game and mm-hmm. how they looked really strong. So they just got to stick with that throughout the entire game. Absolutely. Both of these teams are really, really good. I mean, they look great. They both had their flashes during the game, but it's just kind of consistency for both teams to be able to play well the entire game, not just stretches. That's always the bad part with these organizations at the beginning of the year is that they always play good in a stretch or during a, a one quarter or 10 minutes of the game. And that really wouldn't cut it when you're in the tournament. You mm-hmm. have to play the entire game. It's just you got to have the stamina and the coaching is really what comes into that as well when it comes to playing well. But for Ohio State, it's just mistakes always cost them. Mistakes cost them down the stretch. So if they don't do that, they can definitely win the Big Ten. And they just don't make the mistakes that they did now. Yeah, for sure. Kylie, you want to talk about this next one? Uh, I know you brought it up last week. Oh, Gardner Webb and UNC. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, big game. Uh, UNC wins a hundred and two to forty nine. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah, that's a that's a rough one. Uh, that's um, really tough for Gardner Webb there. Yeah. yeah, UNC looked really good. Like mm-hmm. really good. Um, very impressive. I remember seeing that logo buzzer beater. Uh, that was nice. That was mm-hmm. nice. Nice. Those touch. are fun. Though that was fun. Um, solid team. I think. Um, I just. You know, again, with these early season, I think once they get into the heat of it, playing against more competition, that's when we'll really get to see how they're going to hold up. But mm-hmm. just based off this showing, they're going to be tough. They're going to be tough this season. Absolutely. Maybe they'll have a little bit of a higher ranking going into the year. But, I mean, this is kind of they came out, they played what they were supposed to do and do what they were supposed to do against a, maybe a little bit of a lesser school. But they're still really, really good. I'm not going to say anything about Gardner Webb, but UNC can might do what they needed to do. And they're going to be a really, really tough school and not a lot of matchups that are going to be able to beat them. So it's going to be an exciting year. Yeah. The one thing that really stood out to me was um, a 40 point quarter out mm-hmm. there. Their third yeah. quarter, UNC scored 40 points, which is that just is a insanity. Nice, nice touch for UNC. Um very very insane score for a quarter so mm-hmm. yeah considering that's almost half their points that's that's a pretty big deal yeah, you know that's insane. so that's uh that was my takeaway there um unc looks like a good team yeah can't say anything bad about them straight up gardner webb 
they'll be a competitive team in those lower levels, yeah. I think. Yeah, they'll, so. they'll mm-hmm. bounce back. Again, playing those high level, it's it's good. It's good competition, good learning experience. They'll bounce back from it. For yeah. sure. Derek, you want to talk about this next one a little bit? Um, I mean, Gonzaga versus Montana. It was a little bit closer than I thought it would be, but um, mm-hmm. Gonzaga started out really, really good with the season. I mean, if they just kind of stay consistent and stay playing well, then they'll be able to really come in into the season and hopefully make it into the tournament. We'll see about that, but... I don't know. Hopefully they'll play better and keep this momentum going into the season and they'll be really good. But this was a good start. Yeah, no, it was a very good start for Gonzaga. 13-point win, 83-70. Um, yeah, it's still really early, So, but I think this is a good way to you know start your season. Yeah, no surprises, I don't think, in yeah. that game. Both teams played about to the level that we expected them to. Mm-hmm. You know, the score is about what we expected, about a 13-point, you know. So good job, Gonzaga. Should be a good season for them. I'm excited to see uh, how they compete against some of those top teams they play in the next few weeks. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yes. Uh, I did want to mention one more game that we didn't talk about last week, but that ended up being a very close game. Um, and that ends up, you know, it just so happens that I picked both of these teams to win their respective conferences. <laughs> um, and so I've been, you know, paying attention to these teams a little bit more than the other two. That's maybe a little bit, but... Um, <laughs> So it was Drexel, Norfolk State. Norfolk State won 51-49. And it worries me a little bit because it was very clear that both these teams are much better at defense than offense. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Not just by the score, but just by their play style. Mm -hmm. They were both very much focused on blocks and turnovers and all that rather than, you know, figuring out a good shot. And Mm -hmm. so... That worries me a little bit for both mm-hmm. of those teams going forward. <laughs> yeah. But we'll yep. see. You know, it's first game of the season and having, you know, played against each other and taking it to a two-point game, it could be an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, those are two teams we can definitely watch in the future, mm-hmm. but should be should be a good season for Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Yeah. You just have to be consistent on both ends. I mean, it's okay to have one stronger than the other, but they cannot be significantly different. You have to be able to score, and you have mm. to be able to defend. So I think they'll just figure it out with ex- like more experience. Absolutely. It's just going to be a time thing. They'll figure it out, and as they keep playing, their offense will click, and their defense will click, and it'll be like hand-in-hand hand a little bit. So they'll figure it out and play better as the season comes along. Let's talk a little bit about the, uh, the upcoming week. Um, so in Power 5, we each picked out one or two games. Kylie, you want to start us out there? Yeah. Uh, Maryland, South Carolina. Um, they play November 12th. I don't know what time. Sorry. You're going to have to look that up on your own. Um, both Maryland, pretty solid, top anywhere from three to five team in the Big Ten. Uh, South Carolina, again, who we just watched. I don't know. Based upon South Carolina's performance against Notre Dame, I'd like to say this is going to be a blowout. However... I'm bad at making predictions, so I'm not going to make predictions anymore. <laughs> Kylie, um, you can't just not make predictions. <laughs> I have to now. Kylie, um, you can make a prediction. No, I just want to be wrong. Follow your heart. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my mom. <laughs> you literally. Follow your heart, son. <laughs> <laughs> but, Somebody needs to cut that out. No, no, no. That stays no. in. That stays uh-uh. in. Stay in. <laughs> <laughs> um... But I think I think South Carolina is probably going to win this game. It'll be interesting to see how Maryland competes against them because this will be really telling if they're going to be competitive in the Big Ten or not this season. So that's why I'm excited for it, just to kind of see who's going to be competitive where. Like, we know South Carolina is going to be competitive all around. Mm-hmm. Maryland, we don't really know. So I think it's going to be a good kind of time to get a good glimpse at them. 
Yeah, we haven't really seen anything with Maryland yet. So I mean, they're one and zero. See, so they are one and zero against a small school. So we yeah. will see what they can do true, against true. South Carolina. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's going to be a real test for them. For my pick, I chose Indiana versus Stanford. Real. These are two ranked teams. Phenomenal I mean, game. this is going to be a fantastic game. Hopefully, high scoring. And um, Indiana did get a lot of recruits because of signing they just passed. So oh, yeah. hopefully, that's going to be decent momentum for them going into a big game. Mm-hmm. So it's just going to be. High scoring, high punching, high flying all around. I'm very excited for this. Yeah. yeah, definitely. That'll be that'll be a fun game to watch. That's also November 12th, I believe. Yeah, sorry, I didn't say that. It's on the 12th. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I uh, I'm taking notes because I will be watching that game. Yeah. Oh That's yeah. A phenomenal, yes. phenomenal matchup. Uh, I picked out two of them. One's a little bit more bigger profile than the other. Um, Utah versus Baylor, the five seed versus the 19. Love. That is like November that. 14th, and that I think will be a great game to see. Kind of how Utah can do really in the uh, in the Pac-12, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, I know there is a lot of fight in the Pac-12 between Stanford, between USC, between Colorado, mm-hmm. and so just being able to see what they can do against you know a top twenty Big Twelve team like Baylor uh, will be really interesting, kind of telling for the season. I'm excited for that. Yeah, it's gonna and be then, a good matchup. Good picks. Yeah. And then the other game, um, Memphis Tennessee will be a good game, I think. Um, Memphis on the women's side is looking up a little bit this year from last year. They had a slightly down year, but, I mean, they had a good year nonetheless. So I'm excited for that one. I don't think Memphis will lose to Tennessee, but um, we'll see. I think there's definitely potential there Interesting. for both teams. Interesting, so. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about some smaller conference games? Um, I know you guys picked out some. I picked out one as well. Derek, what do you got? So um, I chose Washington State versus Montana. I think this is going to be a really good matchup. Hopefully they can play really well and okay. um, definitely kind of an underrated team as well. I don't know about Montana, but Washington, I think so. But um, I think it's just going to be a really, really good game because those little games, the smaller, less coverage games are always the best ones in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And they're really, really fun to watch. So I'm excited. There's always a little more passion in those games, I feel like. Oh, yes. yeah. You know, it's not just for the show. You know, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's a little bit more about winning. And I, I do enjoy that a lot. Yeah. Smart. For mine, I have um, Princeton and Middle Tennessee. Ooh. Princeton, top Ooh. of Ivy. Um, Middle Tennessee, solid team. So I think it's going to be a pretty good matchup. Um, I'm excited to watch it. So Who's Great your choice. pick there? Oh, stop it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Colin didn't do that to me, but he's only Faye. doing it to you. Yeah, well, I know, he's well, cool. you said something about it yeah. now, so I, I got to say something I'm going to take Princeton just because they've been so solid in the Ivy League for the past few years. So I'm going to go with I Princeton. I would take Princeton, too. I would too. take yeah. Princeton you know, as well. They, they look like the better team there, mm-hmm. uh, but Middle Tennessee looks like a good team there, too, this yeah. year. So. Mm-hmm. That's, on, that's on November 12th, by the way. Mine Thanks is November day. 14. It's Maine versus one of my favorite mascots out there. <laughs> Don't ask me why. I have no reasoning. I love the Rhode Island Rams. Um, oh, man. <laughs> you know, it, there's just something about them, and I have no clue what it is. They have hot Collins heart now. Um, they have his shout heart. out yeah. to Donovan Matson for having one of the top Rhode Island fan Instagrams oh, in the nation for a while. My goodness. He went to my high school. Uh, we live in Michigan, mind you. You know, farm town Michigan. Rhode Island fan Nowhere club. near Rhode Island. No reasoning <laughs> for liking Rhode Island. Colin, but you're fanned out for this. Top, um, fan Instagrams. So go Rhode Island. I like it. Um, definitely Island. excited to see how Rhode Island does against a, rel- a relevant team rather than... Um, <laughs> Crushing Sacred Heart ninety-one to forty, Ooh. like they did. Yikes. So, yikes! I think Maine's a relevant team. I think Rhode Island could still take it pretty easily, but 
Fair. Should be should be a good game there. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Go to East uh, Northeast Battle. <laughs> yep. Tune in. Make sure you tune in. Yeah. All right. For Colin's sake. So so now I I want to switch gears to the men's side, but before we get into some games, oh man, it's about to get painful real yeah. quick. I, I there's a lot to talk about in the Big Ten <sighs> because. What has happened to the Big Ten? They heard me call them the basketball conference, and then it just not happening. It, it went think we just... all downhill this year. <laughs> I think this was I, our fault. It's our fault. <laughs> Look, it's been one week. You know, it's way too early to tell anything, but, like, what the heck happened? Is the Big Ten okay? Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read off. I have six games from the last week. That are rough. Oh, yeah. That I'm going to read off. Sad. Um, Purdue lost to Arkansas in a preseason <laughs> scrimmage. Michigan State lost to James Madison University. Rutgers lost to Princeton, which, I mean, Princeton, you know, they were they beat Arizona at the end of last year, but they still lost yeah. to Princeton. Ohio State almost lost to Oakland. It was 79-73. Indiana almost lost to Florida Gulf Coast, 69-63. Northwestern had a pretty big struggle against Binghampton. Uh, that was 72-61. And like awesome. it was close all game. Right now, the only two good teams I'm seeing in the Big Ten are Illinois and Wisconsin. Illinois beat Kansas in the preseason and Tennessee, and Wisconsin plays Tennessee on the 10th, so we'll see how they do. But like, what in the world happened to the Big Ten? I don't even. Oh my gosh, no, my that's, brain. That's the six top top teams right now. I think the only thing I would throw the in there year. is Maryland's going to be solid. Mm-hmm. Sure, I'll put them in the good team category. So, yeah. so we have Illinois, Wisconsin, in and Maryland. Maryland. <laughs> yeah. What What is this like? Okay, this Purdue's is sad. lost to Arkansas. It was a preseason scrimmage. Arkansas is ranked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll give them benefit of the doubt. Yeah. But like MSU losing to James Madison, Rutgers losing to Princeton, Ohio State almost losing to Oakland. Like what What are we seeing in the Big Ten that's like, is there a different play style? Yes. Is there a different, What yeah. are? what's the issue here? It's, we're soft. The Big Ten is the softest conference. Mm. I'm about to get angry and, and angry fast. Do we it. are the softest conference. We do not know how to play against aggressive in-your-face offense or defense. It's embarrassing. Everyone looks lazy. Everyone looks slow. They look like they're not prepared to play in March anytime soon because they just keep playing each other, and they all play each other in the same way. Slow, lazy, soft, not aggressive, all of it. They don't hustle for rebounds. They don't value rebounding as a thing at all. So that it's just me. It always hurts every time. It's not a priority Mm -hmm. for anybody. And these teams in other conferences prioritize rebounding because it's a big part of the game. So until the Big Ten can learn to play, they don't necessarily have to play like these teams until they can play against these teams that have been taught a little bit differently. We're not going to be successful in preseason. We're not going to be successful in March and we're not going to be successful early. So that's just the bottom line. I'm very frustrated about this because I love the Big Ten. Growing up in Big the Big Ten. Big Ten basketball was the best. Yes. yes. But everyone adjusted their play style. College basketball play style is so different from what it was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Where the Big Ten just stuck with the same play style of big man underneath the basket. Mm-hmm. Or shooters. Or long-range yep. shooters. Everyone else started going for the aggressive in-your-face defense, for the yes. rebounding, for the, mm-hmm. you know... Yes easy layups get the easy points and move quick Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. the big 10 doesn't no no big 10 team knows how to fight against that no i think the only reason illinois beat kansas is because hunter dickinson still 
still plays Big Ten basketball. Right. Mm-hmm. And they know how to play him. Yeah. And they, they know but how to He's gonna get toughened him. up. They're gonna toughen him up. He's gonna yeah. learn. And but you know, so what are we what's the solution here? Like so I was a little bit more context. I was reading a Joe Lunardi statement just from the past week, and his statement says the Big Ten has collected a whopping 26 NCAA tournament bids the past three years and produced exactly zero teams in the Final Four. That should be impossible considering 10 of those 26 were top four seeds in their region. That, I mean, that statistic it's, says it all. It's yeah. embarrassing. It's sad. As, as, as people in the Big Ten, it's embarrassing. Like, we have to play with a little bit of strength or oomph. Like, I don't know. We just, there's, we just there's have no to play. Oof. Yeah. There's no, no, there's no sense of urgency. There's no. no sense of care. There's no sense of anything against these teams that are outside of conference. We're just kind of lollygagging around and not playing mm-hmm. with any, like, aggressiveness. Like, how are we going to be a Big Ten team that's ranked and not be aggressive? Like, come on now. Exactly. We need to start caring, like, early season. Because, yes. I like, there's plenty of care in March. So I'm never going to take mm-hmm. away that team's care in March. Mm-hmm. But early season... I think a lot of these teams just waltz in being like, oh, they're from a lesser conference. They're not from the Big Ten or automatically a better team. Basketball is one of those games where it could be anybody's game, anybody's day. FDU could beat Purdue. Exactly. Straight up. You know, UMBC can beat Virginia. mm -hmm. Anyone can beat Virginia. That is true. That's that's not special, but like (laughs) it's one of those games where it's any given day. Mm-hmm. But also, the Big Ten seems to have a lot of those given days. Yep, there's. It's just so there's this year, especially we're showing so much weakness as a conference. Like, and our credibility is going down. Yeah, we're supposed to be the best. Credibility and is definitely going like down. It. Come on now, we need to lock in. Legitimately, I well, hope all you Big Ten teams hear us say this because straight up frustrated fans over here. Like yeah. lock in. Before I, I always tweak out. literally, I always root for Big Ten, no matter who they're playing against. I mean, each other. You know, I'm going to have leaning. But Straight especially up. when it gets down to March, I'm rooting for the Big Ten to win. Exactly. doesn't matter what team. Yep. Except for Michigan. Yes. Okay, I'm not saying that. But <laughs> I'm glad you clarified that. <laughs> but, but they haven't been in the last few years, so I haven't had to worry about that. They, well, Straight they up. weren't in last year. They were in the year before. <laughs> okay, okay. They were in the year before. Yeah, they made it to the Elite Eight. His they memory did. just faded of that. I still, didn't make it last I still year. wasn't rooting for them then. But Neither that's, was I. I'm a, reformed, I'm a reformed Umish fan, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair. Uh, let's talk about one of those games. Oh, man. Like, I'm going to get angry fast again. <laughs> like, I, oh. I really hate to do this, but let's just get it out of the way. Michigan State, in an embarrassing show of events, as the number four seed in the country, has yeah. lost to James Madison in the first game of the season. This is Tom Izzo's first ever loss so at home him. in so Nebraska. Sad. Or in, not Nebraska, in November. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is how frustrating I am. I'm just starting so to real. say states' names. Yeah. You know, James Madison, granted, they look like a good team. Yes. Oh, no, they we, were impressive. We saw that from the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Michigan State looked like a just, they they looked like the worst team there, very obviously. Mm-hmm. None of them could play basketball. No. Except for Tyson Walker. Love him. Player of the year. Yep. The Solid. man had like 36 points. Yeah. And he just, he ran our team. Yeah. He was the only reason we did anything that game. Like yeah. nobody had any amount of urgency at all. It's like they came in in the game and they were just like, oh, we're going to play a lower, lesser team that's not going to try to be aggressive or punch us in the mouth. And they just, they punched us in the mouth. It was like 15 and four in the first like five minutes of the game. And I was just like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. I go, I start the game. I sit down for like a minute. I go get food. I come back and then we're down by like 11. And I'm just like, what did Michigan State do in the last five minutes I was gone? Right. Like, yeah. bruh. But like, <laughs> you would have thought with the momentum after that Tennessee game, 
that, you know, Michigan State's coming in as like, hey, we figured it all out. Yeah. We're no longer losing by 20 in the first five minutes. And then we were losing by like 15 in the first five minutes. Mm-hmm. One like, would think. <laughs> what, one would think you'd learn from that mistake. No. And they didn't. Mm-mm. Instead, they made it worse. Yep. I have a bone to pick with Malik Hall a little bit. He just, I don't know. It's like, I'm a Michigan State fan till I die. It's whatever. But um, he just just catches the ball in the middle of the paint and then just kind of goes up and throws up some stupid shot that doesn't have a lick of making it on a decent defense. And he just kind of walks away. I don't just, I don't know what he's doing. I don't know how he's playing right now, but. I think it's just the kind of the entire team. Nobody's playing with any urgency. Like mm-hmm. no. After a shot, they all just walk away. Yeah, they yeah. don't. No don't fighting around. They mm-hmm. are especially in a game where we're not making shots like yeah. that one. Like if we're making shots, you can start walking away because mm-hmm. it's not as helpful for you to be down there for a rebound. Yeah. If we're missing if nineteen we're going... of our twenty threes, yep. Yep. Stick around for a rebound. You know, stick around for the easy layup under the basket for the assist whatever exactly mm-hmm. be down there and like actually make up for it cohen carr was doing that a little bit he was and that's yeah. how cohen carr got 10 points or 12 mm-hmm. points and he had 14 he had 14 mm-hmm. yeah yeah it was 14 you're right yeah i mean he was down there for the rebounds he was being aggressive and hustling listen especially the offensive rebounds yeah yes. especially the on the offensive Absolutely. end and you know i trust tom Izzo. i do trust the process i trust this man sure i not. mean he came out and said that was it time to get controversial or whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> so and i hope that means that our freshmen play more because yeah. i'm yep. going to be so honest watching these first three games our freshmen are more and our freshmen are more impressive than our vets 100%. besides besides tyson walker besides tyson walker and i would make the argument for trey holloman on a good day oh no no i, I think trey holloman looked looked relatively good yeah. has yep. looked he looks a lot more in control absolutely he needs so, to play more yeah, I mean, it's okay for people to have off games. I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's not. It's not okay for four of your five starters to have an off game. Yeah, yeah. at the same time. At the and same time. And all of them time. were just scared to go get the ball. Like, they just mm-hmm. didn't want to take scared it. Scared to go get the ball they by the end right of the game. In the corner and they, they were just... scared to shoot. And yep. it was insane to the point where why did A.J. Hogard handle the ball for less than 50% of the game? Aren't you supposed to be our ball handler, our point guard? Yeah, exactly. Like, what is this? What is he doing? He just kept running from the ball, and every time he got it, he just passed it right back out to Tyson for him to throw up like, some shot and have make some them, confidence but. like have some confidence you are one of the best players in the country people are saying that and we've yes. seen it we've seen it like especially last year we saw it we mm-hmm. know he has this potential confidence mm-hmm. i don't know if they're scared of these freshmen they shouldn't be these yeah. freshmen should be pushing them to compete more because yes. jeremy fears looked solid yeah he, he looks did. like a solid ball handler 100 like if jeremy fears can like get not some confidence of a shot yep it's wraps. He's, yeah. he's going, you yeah. know. Somebody's spot Tyson might be Walker. taken. He's the but. next whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? I, yeah. These, uh, and I, I'm just going to put this out there. I really miss Jackson Kohler right now. I'm yeah. sorry. I, mi- I miss Give him. Give it till January. I know. Mm-hmm. Because I, from watching him last year, I know he would have been on the boards offensively, defensively. Because that was the one thing he really was mm-hmm. about yeah. last year. Oh, especially. he was Absolutely. focused on and that. And he is so fundamental in his post moves as well. And so I, I miss it. I, I miss yeah. seeing him. So hopefully him coming back will be a good thing. It will be a good thing. It will. For the second half of the season. I think we need I to shout out Chicken Coop too. Yeah. I mean, he's been he's playing really, pretty really good. good. He had a little bit of a rough he game. A, but he had a rough game, but I like his fundamentals. They're there. He's so. improved a lot. Yes. I, I just want to say, as much as we're dogging on at Michigan State. We love them. Yes. We, first of all, we love them. But second of all, I feel like there's a lot of easy 
quick fixes for yes. this team. Yes. yes. It's not like they're a team where, man, they just looked like a bad team. Mm-hmm. They looked like a good team having a bad day. Yes. Yeah. And so, you know, if we can get the bad days out of the way now and not mm-hmm. have to deal with that in, say, March. <laughs> That's so fair. Yeah. I would, yes. I would rather that, you know. Yeah. If we can go and say, okay, we need to actually put a little bit of passion into our playing so that we don't lose to Southern Indiana, so we don't oh my lose gosh. to James Madison. Later today. <laughs> you know, if I'm going to can... be thinking about this in the next two hours. <laughs> <laughs> so I think there's a lot of easy fixes. I think Michigan State's going to quickly come back from that. Yeah. You know, yes. they should be dropping in the rankings a little bit. They d- I'm, I'm going to be so honest. They deserve to drop out of the rankings. I'm just going to be flat out. I put them in the 20s, personally. Tw- 22. Is what I'm thinking. I was thinking 23. I'll, if, if anything, I'll put them right outside 25. Probably 26 or 27. That's tough love right there. It is tough love, but probably, they need it. Probably below team like Wisconsin. Yeah, they they need, they, they need, need it. They needed to push them forward. Yep. I just I want Tom Izzo to play our freshmen, all four of them, a little bit more. I think they all four deserve to play a bit more than what they do. You guys yeah. good if we move on to the next game? Yeah, because we could probably mm-hmm. sit here and talk about Michigan State I, I for the next, the next like three hours. hours. <laughs> yeah, literally for, forever. Honestly, yeah, until the next game starts in about mm, four hours from now. Yeah. So. Yeah, we can't do that. Eighty, what eighty? No. Real. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, um, since I don't know if Colin's gonna cut this part out, but just so everybody knows, if he doesn't cut this out, um, yeah. we um, have a we have a group chat, obviously, outside of it. We and, absolutely and do. some shenanigans go down in that group chat, <laughs> but um, it's all fun. So just so you guys know, we are friends outside of this kind of we. Yeah. We, yeah, we are. I guess, yeah. okay, I, all right, sorry, we're I'm friends. not friends with Derek, but me and Colin are really good friends <laughs> outside of this. <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah, I'm just gonna. Exit myself from the... Time to take Derek off the <laughs> private no, no, story. Derek, Derek <laughs> we right, need you, Doug. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, anyway, so... Let's talk the next... The <laughs> other games that happened this week, because it wasn't just Michigan State losing to James Madison. Yeah. There were a bunch of other good games. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, should be the, that should be the cover of the next episode. <laughs> let's start with uh, number 21. be real. <laughs> Okay, anyway, uh, 21 USC and Kansas State um, happened on Monday. USC won 82-69, typically realistic for what everyone was expecting. They look solid. Um, pretty good. I think going to be a fun team to watch this season for sure. So, yeah, I, I yeah. think the big thing for me for USC was watching all their freshmen fit in really well. Yeah. You know, their freshmen, they didn't get as much playing time as I expected necessarily, but yes. they did fit in quite well and they, yeah. they had a good amount of playing time. Especially against a team like Kansas State, who, you know, a good a tournament good, team. Good tournament mm-hmm. team last year, lost a few players, but overall they're usually a pretty good team, pretty good Big 12. So it was exciting to see uh, USC come out and do what they wanted to do. Absolutely. You know, was... show that they can compete against an actual team. Yeah. It was a very, very solid, <laughs> an actual team is hilarious. <laughs> but <laughs> that was a very solid one for USC. I mean, we all have high expectations for them. I mean, they're number 21 for a reason. So they came when they did their thing. And as an organization, as hyped as they are, I'm really excited to see where they go. Great to, great start to the season, but I expected it. Yeah. How about one we didn't expect? Um, I don't know. Rutgers. I kind of expected it, to be honest. <laughs> I, we, yeah, we talked Rutgers, about man. it last week. Yeah. This is a game we talked about last week as a, this could be an interesting game. What did this we say? Could be, I'm going back. You can yeah, keep Yeah, you go back. Uh, I'm going to say it right now, though. 
Rutgers isn't like, you know, the best team in the Big Ten by any means, but Princeton's looking like the exact same team we saw in March last year when they took down number two Arizona. They yeah. are looking like that kind of a team that can make another run in the tournament if they stay healthy, that can easily take down the Ivy League, mm-hmm. um, and that could really trip up some other teams going down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know who they play in the preseason, but I believe, if I remember right, they had a few big games. Let me look. I will say that I don't know what we said about the game, but we did mention it, and I mentioned it. Um, I probably mentioned something. I hope I mentioned something to the effect of this is going to be a good game, and uh, hopefully I predicted Princeton's win. If I didn't, I wouldn't be shocked because I'm missing right now. (laughs) Hardcore. (laughs) I I think... Okay, so looking at it, Princeton does not play any other like major, major teams. Mm-hmm. They play teams like Old Dominion, Northeastern, Bucknell. Mm-hmm. Um, the two that I'm looking at right now are Furman. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the uh, same week, actually, Drexel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And Drexel, not as much as Furman. Furman yeah. Princeton will be a phenomenal game, first week of December. Both we'll talk about that teams. when we get there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think that's going to be a game that should be televised and won't be, but should be. Yeah, uh, yes. I agree with you. That's, they need to televise. That's going to be a fun game to watch. More. Yeah. And I will find a way to watch it. Do it, Colin. Do we, it, Colin. we here at Impact, we do not promote <laughs> illegal website usage <laughs> at all. <laughs> but we... Uh, Absolutely not. I also Never. refuse to pay $20 for watching <laughs> the... Uh, the Coastal Athletic Association basketball season. So yeah, twenty dollars is a twenty lot. a month. Yeah, twenty nice. a month is crazy. Ouch. So uh, I I refuse to pay that. So I'm gonna have to find another way. We yeah. believe in you. We do believe in you. We believe well, in you finding a legal way. Oh, there will be a legal, legal way. way. There will be yeah. a legal way. And if I have to drive out there and watch <laughs> that game, I <laughs> will not be doing this. that. But <laughs> can, can we come with you? Um, yeah, road trip. <laughs> road trip. Oh my gosh! Uh, if we're road uh, tripping, that'd be awesome. That's hilarious. It'd be a crazy road trip. All right, Kylie, what were you saying about uh, just whatever you were saying about? <laughs> I don't know what I was saying, whatever you were I was saying look about. Up something. Oh, I was like, I don't know what I said last week about Princeton oh. in the Rutgers game. I Did hope... we not write that down? No, I just uh, wrote down like a game to look forward to. Well, and that was it. So good job, Kylie. It is a true statement. <laughs> That's a true statement. Yeah. Yeah, I honestly don't remember. I think we just said it was going to be a close game. It could yeah. go either way. And uh, it did indeed go. Princeton's, Princeton's way. way. So, yeah. so Princeton. Rutgers, not a good look right now for uh, not a good outcome. It's okay though, you know. Season's just beginning. I think Derek, we what's, expected what's this. What's your yeah, look on this? Did. Because I know you weren't here when we talked about it a little bit Lame. last week. My bad. I curious. Was, I was calling the women's basketball game. I'm sorry, but um, I didn't think Rutgers was going to be a really, really good team. Like mm-hmm. they're usually not, and they're kind of the opposite of a dark horse in the Big Ten. And it's mm-hmm. just like usually not the greatest. And Princeton's also they're looking good and I used to they're used to playing up to talent especially in the tournament as well and in, during the regular season and they did that today so Prince is going to be able to team to be looked out for but I mean Rutgers can easily bounce back from this it's beginning of the season but we'll see how that goes but I don't think they will yeah we'll see we'll see yeah uh let's talk about another game um Florida Atlantic versus Loyola Chicago uh Yay. two teams with a lot of final four history as of recent mm-hmm. um both with at least with one final four recently actually um so not Love. a lot but you know, combined, <laughs> but enough. combined, we've got enough. two Final Fours in that game from the last ten years, which is pretty big deal considering how few the Big Ten has. Exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, personal opinion: personal Florida Atlantic won seventy-five sixty-two. Not really a surprise there. Yeah. Um, Florida Atlantic looked just as good as they did last year. Exciting. Mm-hmm. They yes. didn't look any worse. They looked like a very, very put together, very deep team. 
with a lot of lot of players who can make an impact. Um, looking at some of the stats, they were split split pretty evenly time wise among like eight different players, all getting around 20, 25 uh, minutes. Mm-hmm. And then it's interesting to me how they divided up all of their players. Because point-wise, they were, I think they had six or seven players, all with like 10 or more points. Nice. Which is a pretty big deal. Yeah. Yep. Um, their top scorer, Vladislav, I believe it is? Yeah. Golden. Mm-hmm. Um, he looked like a top player in the country. He only had 22 minutes out there. He was seventh on the team, but he had the most points on the team with 19 and the most rebounds on the team with 10. It's very um, efficient. Yeah. He's going to get more playing time this year. I'm calling it right now. He should. Yes. And as he should. But also, Florida Atlantic, with a player like that who's really starting to step out of his shell, mm-hmm. if that continues to happen, they're not only a contender, they're they're like the contender for the American Conference title. Oh, yeah, for 100%. sure. I don't think Memphis can compete with that. No. Yeah. As good of, as a team as Memphis is. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're going to have a hard time competing with that. Oh, yeah, they will. Um, I'm more excited for Loyola not having a terrible game. Um, yeah, no, they they look good out there. I'm excited yeah. for them. I love compared Loyola. to their what was it three wins last year in yeah, the A10. Their their rough year. So I'm excited for a good season for them in the A10, and I'm ready. Yeah, I'm really excited to watch FAU compete mm-hmm. in a in a much more competitive conference. Yeah. So Loyola is finally adjusting to that move, the conference uh, realignment there mm-hmm. up yep. to the A10. So it's exciting. Both of these teams are going to look very, very scary. FAU a little bit more scary, but um, I'm excited to watch them both. And it's just gonna, they're going to do some damage in the league and the tournament as well as the year goes on because they both have such good experience. And they're just kind of taking it back where they left off last year and just going up the ladder. Yeah. You think this is the year we see Loyola back in the tournament? I hope so. I hope so, honestly. I'm not going to say one way or the other. <laughs> I hope. I, I know there's a lot of other really good teams out there in the A10 this year. Yeah. And just every year. The A10 is an underrated conference mm-hmm. by all means. Let's see a curveball this year, though. I It's relatively it's new possible. team. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's talk another small game. Colin was so excited about this game, guys. <laughs> this game was a phenomenal game. Because we were at the MSU game, and he was also simultaneously checking the score yes, <laughs> at the I, same time. I was. I had the game cast pulled up, yeah. like, next to me. You That's know, so I'm, awesome. I'm holding it up in the third row of the Izone right behind <laughs> James Madison's bench. Um, if you well, check the TVs, you can probably see me looking down at my phone every once in a while. <laughs> um, this was Iona College of Charleston, and I was not wrong. It was a phenomenal game, it mm-hmm. looks like. Watching the highlight reel, watching the points, it was back and forth all game. Iona, um, Tobin Anderson of FDU fame, inherited Rick Patino's old team and a lot of his players, and that team looked solid. Tobin Anderson, the same coach we've, we saw beat Purdue last year, mm-hmm. and, I mean, he looks to be the same amazing coach this year. And then Charleston, the top team, or the team with the best record in college basketball last year, looked like they could do that again. Um, They started that off strong with a win. Um, 71-69 was the score, though. It's a tough game. That's a very fun game. It's a fun game, and it's a tight game, and it's a game where I think both teams are easily in the tournament this year Mm -hmm. if they continue to play the way they played. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, no, I agree. Both of them. They'll be fun to watch. 
later 100%. on. I, I know that was like a passion game for me. That <laughs> you guys didn't have any investment in that one. I get it. Yeah. You know, that one was just something that I saw and I was like, this is going to be a phenomenal game. Uh, Kylie, you had a game like that too, though. My passion <laughs> project. Yeah, passion it was that. not even really a passion project. I didn't really pay attention to I looked up the score afterward. Yeah, yeah I looked at some stats, looked at the score. I don't even think I ended up really watching, depending. It's been a busy, busy week for me. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was just more interested in the outcome. It's not really a passion project. Um, <laughs> I was uh, UNC Asheville versus Michigan, another Big Ten team that actually secured a win this week. So good on them. Um, so based upon what I was seeing, they came out and they worked hard. I mean, they they lost some big players last year to the draft. They lost a Hunter Dickinson to the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. They've lost their coach to a number of things. <laughs> um, however, they came out um, three players with around 20 points or more. Impressive. Uh, I believe it's Doug McDaniel looked really good. Um, a solid commander on the floor. Um, mm-hmm. I think they're going to be a bit more competitive than what I actually thought they were going to be in Big Ten play. I was predicting them to be pretty well at the bottom. But yeah. honestly... This could be a team to upset some people towards the top, I think. At least just from this game, we'll see once they get into Big Ten play, but you never know. This Stuff like this happens all the time. You see, yeah. when you say upset people, I expected you to be talking about UNC Asheville and not Michigan. No. Uh, based on how they played last year mm-hmm. and how many mm-hmm. people they lost. Yeah. Um, and so it's really interesting to see how Michigan looked against UNC Asheville, who was a tournament team last year. Yeah, 99-74. That's a solid win. It's a solid win. Absolutely. Yeah. It's one of the only non-worrying wins this week for the Big Ten. Exactly. So. You know, that, you know, that says something. <laughs> Coming out of Michigan is insane. I don't think they were going to do that at all. No, I, none of what the Big Ten happened this week, none of that was expected, I don't <laughs> yeah. think. Yeah. You know, you could have mm-hmm. predicted Michigan winning against UNC Asheville easily. I mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I just thought it was going to be a little bit closer or a little yeah. more interesting. Yeah. But again, we'll see. Big Ten play is always different. But I think True. if anything, there'll be a team like, who was it last year? Like Northwestern mm-hmm. upsetting random teams <laughs> throughout the season. All over the road. Just all over <laughs> the place. Consistency, yeah. You know. I think they'll be kind of similar to how they were. So That's, that's a right. very good comparison for yeah. Michigan. <laughs> yeah. Sadly to say that I think they're going to be pretty good. Middle of the road team, definitely. Yeah. Definitely some upsets coming up again yeah. in the year for them. So they're going to be great. All right. So before we get on to the games for next week, I do want to say um, there is a game tomorrow for us, but it'll be yesterday for you guys listening. We will talk about this next week on the episode, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. Uh, You're kidding. Because this game <laughs> is an insane game. Uh, number 12, Arizona takes on number two, Duke. Both, I think, personally are national title contenders yes. easily. Um. It's it's gonna be a fun game. This is Arizona's yeah. second game back, first D one game since losing to Princeton in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Duke is back. Yeah, They're number two in the country, the Blue yeah. Blood. You know, <laughs> typical. It's, typical it's gonna Duke. be a fun game. Um, I'm so excited for this game. I will oh, trust yeah. me. I will be all over it tomorrow while I'm writing a paper. <laughs> Straight up. Simultaneously watching it, so I'm excited. I'm I will be. I will not be watching it. Boo. I'll be driving down to Indiana to compete in cross-country nationals. Okay, Colin. Oh, okay, I am Colin. a JV runner for Get the drip. club team. You got so, this. So for reference, I don't get scholarship. I paid to do this. 
<laughs> and I'm not very good at it. Oh, but boo. I do it for I believe fun. In you. So. I believe in you, Colin. Yeah, you're about to kill this for real. 100. percent You're sweet, fun. bro. Just just believe in yourself a little bit. You got it, bro. You got it. Listen to your heart, Colin. Literally, listen to your heart, Colin. While you're running, just take a deep breath and listen to your heart. My heart tells me it's going at 178. Beats it, tells you to stop. <laughs> it tells you to stop. <laughs> oh, wow. Didn't see that one coming. Did not see that one coming. But Derek, are you going to watch this game? Oh, 100%. I will be at the Pistons game watching this game. Ah, so that's going to be fun. They're off to a decent decent start, they are. actually. Yeah, uh, we were talking good, about it. On good start the, to the season for them. Yep, it's been great. I'm excited for the Pistons, man. They got some young talent. Hopefully they don't stink as much as they did last year. But <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, yep. We're going to be good. Knock on wood, straight up. I'm excited. Yeah. All right, well, let's talk about the games next week. Colin, um, you thief? What the heck? <laughs> stole games from me. Oh, absolutely, I did, Kylie. <laughs> I stole two games from you. That's because not fair. Those are ones I had written down before I started the document. and I, I, uh, I did as well, not going to lie. Um, <laughs> what the heck? I had to put that one in there, too. So, I'm the so, one doing my research, and y'all are stealing from me. Absolutely, The answer is yes. <laughs> Both of us stole Xavier versus Purdue. Yeah, so all three of us had that one down. Um, that's going to be a great game. Oh, absolutely. Xavier, you know, a top team in the Big East. Um, lost a few players, but they're always a good team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Big East basketball is just very even every year. It could be anyone's game. So, And then it's Purdue, who uh, hasn't exactly had the best start to the season. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it'll be interesting to see how they do against a competitive team from mm-hmm. a relatively competitive conference. Yeah. And Xavier is unranked, too. Might I add? Might I add um, upset? Question mark? Yeah. So, I like the sound of that. I'm not going to yeah. say it. I don't want to jinx it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Let me not say yeah, it. Yeah, let me take that back. <laughs> However, <laughs> I think there's potential from either team is what I'll say. Yeah, yes. that's fair. Um, and then the other game I stole from Kylie. F- unfair. <laughs> <laughs> Another Big East matchup with a Big Ten team. Marquette versus Illinois. It's going to be a great game. I'm excited to um, see the Illini. I mean, this is all part of the Big Ten Big East Challenge. Mm-hmm. MSU plays Butler in that, I believe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's going to be as exciting a game. Well, who knows? But we'll see. <laughs> yeah, well, who knows? We will Michigan see. Michigan State, who knows? Uh, Marquette, Illinois is definitely a game I'm going to be watching there, too, though, because Marquette's great. Yeah. Illinois mm-hmm. just took down Kansas. You could see anything with that. With those two teams. Yes. Yep. And I think it's going to be very telltale to their seasons. Yep. Yeah. Okay, Derek, do you want to talk about the other game you thieved from me? <laughs> um, <laughs> the Michigan State game. Yep. Yeah. Sorry for stealing. Um, mm-hmm. My bad. No, Not no. really. Full respect but, um, there. <laughs> thanks, Colin. I appreciate that. I needed that. I needed Coming that. from the other guy who stole games, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you like that. Evil. <laughs> Not really. It's just normal. The one time I do the doc before I'm in the room. <laughs> That's facts. That's <laughs> exactly. <so true. laughs> but I chose the Michigan State versus Duke game. I mean, come on now. That's just like, yeah. That's just, that's It'll, just it's, the matchups have been going on for years now. Like, these two teams are always big headline when they play each other. There's coverage everywhere mm-hmm. on ESPN the day after, too. So, MSU Duke is a rivalry. Oh, 100%. It, it oh, has yeah. to be wrong. It's like, a rivalry. It is a distinct rivalry, one mm-hmm. of the best in college basketball. 100%. Yeah. I just hope that we don't like. Embarrass ourselves. <laughs> Embarrass ourselves on national yeah. TV. It's just that's the worry. Yeah, but it's gonna be a great game. We're gonna come to play. Hopefully, I think we will. We're gonna come to play and we're gonna be great. So just I, watch out, watch out. What I've Michigan noticed State. about Michigan State is that we tend to play as good as the team we're playing against. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, which is great against teams like Tennessee or Duke mm-hmm. or Duke or Duke. 
or Butler yep. and really embarrassing against teams like James Madison. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we can play better than the team we're playing against yep. and not as good. Yeah. Um, By the way, we'll it is the return of Pierre Brooks when they play Butler, so that's going to be fun. I'm ex- yeah, that'll be interesting to see. But all right, he so, doesn't have a lot of good blood with Michigan State. Either, no, but. he indeed does not. Um, okay, <laughs> Kylie, so you, my you game themes over other, here. Two other <laughs> so games. I will. I'll start. I'll do dates too. So Xavier Purdue is going to be November thirteenth. Um, excited for that one. I have Michigan versus St. John's on here. Hmm, okay, interesting. interesting. I think it'll be a very interesting game. That's kind of why I threw it on there oh, again. Is that, is that at St. John's or at Michigan? That I. <sighs> I'll, I'll look I, it up. You look it up. Um, that's also November thirteenth. I'll probably be uh, that is at St. John's. It is. Yeah. So that'll so that'll, that'll be, interesting. be even more interesting. Rick Patino did lose to a D two school last week, but mm. it's Rick Patino. And it's Rick Patino. You so never know. You never know. Um, never MSU know. versus Duke again. You know our hometown heroes. Uh, November fourteenth. Super excited. Probably going to be stressed out. Um, Marquette, Illinois, also November 14th. So really stag day. Yeah. And um, the other game I have is Kansas versus, versus Kentucky, which oh, I'm surprised none of matchup. you. That's oh, surprised yeah. none of you stole that one. Look, November, I, November 14th <laughs> as well. Again, a stag day. I was going to leave you with the best game. That Thank was you. my thought process. Thank yeah. you. I, don't, I, I, I don't appreciate you guys. All, yeah, so I yeah. just took two. I, pre- <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the both of you for leaving me with that one. I am so excited. Uh, yeah, the Blue Blood matchup. November 14th, really stag day. Hey, so, in our defense, we also left you in Michigan St. John's. Well, True. yeah, neither one of you were going <laughs> to talk about that game. Maybe I was in alternate universe. But. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I'm really excited for this game. It's going to be fun. Um, ma- again, matchups like these are always fun. So yeah. I'm ready. Kentucky will be a phenomenal just, match. I'm ready awesome. to really see how Kansas fits together. Mm-hmm. And then really, I'm also really ready to see what Kentucky is going to look like. Yeah, I feel like I haven't yeah. really gotten a good picture of either of them yet. Yeah. Especially after hearing about the the loss to the fighting Illini in the scrimmage. Yeah. <laughs> by Kansas. Mm-hmm. But I <laughs> so I I don't know. I think Kentucky we're gonna see a lot more of a picture out of this that's, game. Yeah. That's than what I'm Kansas. saying. Yeah. Kansas I think it'll take a little bit to get a picture to form. Yeah. Still mm-hmm. here. So I think it'll be a fun, fun little game. Absolutely. So, yeah. Uh small conference games. Woo. I picked out two. You guys each picked out one. Mm-hmm. Uh would you guys like me to go first or you? You can go first. You I think Derek's first. is kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> Derek's, Derek's is awesome. Uh, There's a reason for the season. I'll, <laughs> I'll go first, though. Uh, November 12, Howard faces off against James Madison. And I'm yeah. really curious to see what James Madison does after taking down Michigan State. I hope yep. their morale is um, high. I hope they're hyped. They should, yep, be. they should be. They should be. But also, you can't let your guard down against a team like Howard. That yep. is true. Howard is a tournament team usually, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's going to be you know a little bit of a tough matchup for James Madison, I think. Yeah. Um, it's it's going to be. I think James Madison takes him down, mm-hmm. but by yeah. how much is a big question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you know you're coming off of this high of taking down Michigan State. Are you letting down your guard a little bit? I hope not. I and hope so, they have a good season. I think they will. There's my question there. That's why I picked out that one as a game to watch. And then the mm-hmm. other one as a game to watch, um, because we picked Colgate uh, pretty well unanimously as their conference champions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're facing off against Syracuse I on love November the 14. Yes. And Syracuse has been on the upswing again in college basketball, finally, after a few years of just horrendous play. Woo! <laughs> um, so they're finally starting to come back. They face off against Colgate. <laughs> I think that'll be a good game. I hope Colgate wins. 
I don't think they will, but you never know. I think it's one worth watching. Yeah. yeah it's one worth looking out it's for. It's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? I got some action here. Absolutely. Um, I got Toledo versus Wright State. Yeah. Yes. I'm excited to watch Toledo. This is their year, guys. They are going to the NCAA tournament. I have hopes. I have faith. Well, now you jinxed it. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, honestly. Yeah. But they jinxed right, themselves job, half Bowling the time. Yeah. You made it. <laughs> Go BG. Um, no, so I'm excited for action. I love it. Um, Toledo's always, they're just so fun to watch. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for them. Uh, my, my hometown, my hometown crew, I'm excited to watch. Yes. Uh, you, you know, if you've listened to the podcast before, we are all big fans of the Mac. I love the Mac. A <laughs> uh, little bit too big of fans, in that my opinion. True. Um, being from a Big Ten school, you know, we're just all Midwesterners, and yeah. for some reason, the Mac is all we got. So, yeah. well, we're gonna I, cheer I them mean, on. I grew up in the Mac more than I grew up in the Big Ten. That's I'm so from true. outside that Toledo. All my friends go to either Toledo or Bowling Green. Yeah. So <laughs> I I grew up in the Gleeck zone. Yeah. So. D two. I got my D one conference. You know, Grand Valley, <laughs> Davenport, Ferris State. Love oh, Ferris. Love Ferris State. Always, always good games there. All right, Derek's got some warm action for yeah, real. I got <laughs> some warm I got action. Some heat coming in, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a um, action versus a ranked team. Yeah, <laughs> which is so crazy. Eastern Michigan <laughs> University versus Florida Atlantic. Did you what forget Imoni Bates is at Cleveland now? Or no, I know he's. I've been watching him. I've been <laughs> yeah. watching him. But <laughs> I think this is going to be a decent game. Hopefully not a blowout. <laughs> Colin, do not question my insight. <laughs> I'm okay. questioning your insight. I want you to explain your reasoning here. I just think it's going to be a decent game to watch and pretty fun. Eastern Mission is going to have a stage and they're going to be able to like show what they have. <laughs> Which is very little. <laughs> okay, what, okay, what do okay. they have, Derek? Um, Not much now, but <laughs> they did have a lot last year. But they still have a good recruit from last year that stayed. So. That's fair. But Word. we'll see how that goes. It's not going to be a... Easy is it, game, of is course, it at but, Florida Atlantic, I assume? Uh, I assume it is, yes. Yeah. I mean, if it was in Sin of Salani, uh, it is. We, we could have went. It is at Florida True. Atlantic. Mm-hmm. Um, we can go if you guys want they, to. They also, <laughs> played them, they also played them last year, and Florida Atlantic won 101 to 73 with Imoni Bates. <laughs> um, that's that's all I'm going to say there. They played on December. He was probably, uh, probably out of town that day. But um, <laughs> and like Florida Atlantic, this was a Final Four team last year. You know, yes. they, yeah, they're good. We we knew they were good last year. We mm-hmm. haven't quite seen them be good this year. This would be a very telling game. <laughs> <laughs> Eastern is a very decent team. <laughs> he were decent. I mean, yeah, maybe for the Mac. <laughs> Are they even decent for the no. Mac? No. <laughs> I was gonna say Never. Like, I don't I don't think they are. It's but. typically people have said what? Like people said Akron, Kent, yep. Toledo, Bowling Green. Yep. Yeah. Uh, they were not yeah. a tournament team last year. They lost to Butler in their first game this year, ninety four to fifty five. Oh wowzers. <laughs> so we'll see. Look forward to this game, you guys. Game of the day, game of the pot. <laughs> November 14th, If you don't watch in. any other game that we talked about today, watch that one. Skip, skip the Michigan. MSU Duke, Marquette, that doesn't matter. Kansas, yeah. only watch EMU play. Yeah. Don't Best watch Purdue at all. No, 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 no. Hey, you know what? Maybe I will be choking on my words next week. Eastern Michigan <laughs> takes down Florida I Atlantic. I swear if they do, Colin, I'm coming in here with like a sombrero or something. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a great day. It's coming. We will be partying. I don't know. It's fun. 
Sombreros are fun. Look, I was I was expecting pinata. Like I don't know why that's what my mind auto filled in. I'm coming with a confetti cannon, <laughs> all over the place. You can find take a one from the Breslin. The yeah, <laughs> the t-shirt cannon. T-shirt cannon, just come in here and just aim one. That's true. <laughs> Okay. All right, well, that's Can our I last talk game. about full court press now? Kylie's going to bring up our full court press. Ooh. We're doing it a little, little bit differently this week. TJ We're all doing Cowley. the same topic this week. <laughs> yeah, all the same topic. Um, Twas my idea. Kylie, Twas go is for crazy. It. Yeah, it was my idea. It was. So I've been, I've been, you know, resting on this for this week because I had no idea what I want to talk about. So basically, I came in and was like, guys, we need to do a top five of songs that get us hyped before games and stuff. Because, you know, we, we love this. And. <laughs> You're adding another one? It's top five, not top twenty. Um, so Derek we're doing has our eight songs written. Yeah, down Derek right has now. eight. So we're gonna do we're gonna do our top five, and then we have an honorable mention. Derek has seven and an honorable mention. <laughs> I have no honorable mention. I stuck yeah. with five. Colin stuck with five over here. Love love him you for know, that. That's, so that's who my wants thing. to who wants to? Colin, I'll have you kick off because <laughs> wait, no, actually, should we save Colin for last? Because we can save Colin. We'll for save last. Colin for last because oh, y'all gosh. are gonna eat All this right. up. All right, um, you know, I'm gonna step back. I'll go first. So, because it's my idea, I'll go first. Um, I do these, have to. These folks have prepared songs on their phones. They I'm are... only. No, hold on. I want to give a little preface here. Beforehand, Derek was singing to us. I'm gonna play that clip right oh, man. now. Without you, I would have lost it all. But now I see that you were there for me. Oh, I can say I'm stronger. Oh, man. Oh, man. And there's the clip. Um, you guys can enjoy <laughs> that. It was a phenomenal, phenomenal song. But these two are all making fun of me for my list. Yeah. And so Something I like want that. some feedback on here. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You can find me on Twitter and just, like, message me. Find me on Shameless Twitter. Shameless plug. And find me on Twitter and make fun of Colin. <laughs> find me on Twitter so I can, you can see me making fun of Colin as well. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> I want to I hear some <laughs> positive feedback. Okay. Only well, positive in my direction. Yeah. If it's negative, send it to those two and they'll make fun of me next week. That is it. true. I, I will indeed make fun of Colin. I make fun of Colin right. anyway. Much love. Um, <laughs> but. Much Kylie, love is insane. Yeah. I, I want to hear you. I'll start. So basically. Basically, my top five. I'll start with, you know, I'm going to go from bottom to top. All right. So mm. I'll start with my honorable mention. My honorable mention is Party Monster by The Weeknd. That's a great And that's song. more of like a relatively like recent one that I've, not really recent, up, about two years. It kind of when I got into it. It just gets me so hyped for like legitimately mm. no reason. Um, It's like one of those songs that the hot girl struts. <laughs> I strut to that. So. That is also the only song on your list that you know or Derek's list that I know you don't know any of the other ones I on know mine. none of the songs <gasps> on either of your okay your that's list. interesting um my number five is going to be Square Hammer by Ghost so I saw Ghost in concert this summer um they're at the moment probably my favorite band um they're kind of more <laughs> not really screamo but like more like <laughs> kind of like that rock but like they have like an 80s flow metal like I, I love them. Okay. Um, okay. So this song like is, is very near and dear to my heart. I, I love it. Um, my number four is Half on a Sack by 3-6 Mafia. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a big turn of events here. I love this song and I listen to it all the time. It, it's so good. Like I can't not. I'm actually going to switch my two and three around. So my number three is going to be Fight Night by Migos. <laughs> and specifically because I have ties to this from when I was in high school. Um... <laughs> 
during <laughs> having ties to that is outrageous. Ties to so I was in high yeah, school. I, I have fond memories what? of it. Listening to it with um, a bunch of my my teammates during basketball season in high school. <laughs> so I have I've very near and dear to my heart for that one. Um, my second is going to be Plain Jane Remix by Asepford featuring Nicki Minaj. Nicki, bangers only, but specifically this one. I know I know this entire song word for word, bar for bar. So, <laughs> Let's um, go bar for bar. <laughs> bar for bar. Um, so yeah, if you ever see me, uh, I'm a barb, by the way. So if you ever see me anywhere, like I'm probably listening to Nicki. And my number one, I actually got to see in concert this summer, which was I ascended when I heard this song. So Knife Talk by Drake and Twenty One Savage. Uh, that I ascend to that song constantly. Anytime I need to pick me up if I'm feeling down, that's the song I listen to. This came out my senior year of high school. So best believe before every game in any sport, I was listening to it with my friends in the locker room by myself anywhere. <laughs> like trust, this is the song. So much bread, I'm a gymnast. <laughs> I love that song too. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm gonna get into my list. Um, Derek, mm-hmm. I, your Derek. list has eight songs eight. on it, including the honorable mention. So seven. So Derek, can you count? <laughs> can I count? Yeah, it no. depends on the day. Um, fair enough. Fair enough. But um, so my honorable mention is "Scared" by Giveon. It's scarred, actually. But, um, wow, <laughs> Can't that's crazy. Can't read either. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm never going to hear that one down. But um, it's just such a good song. It's like a hype calming song in a way, and it gets you in like a mood and a vibe to like go crazy on your sport. So I love listening to that before I like play basketball and stuff like that. It's just a really good song to get into. My seventh song, I love Kendrick Lamar. I'm a big fan of Kendrick Word. Lamar. So Swimming Pools is a great one. The yep. feature is also great. I think Jay-Z's on this song. So just two complete powerhouses in the game. I'm not going to play that because I can't. Um, <laughs> my sixth song is Recipe 2 by Drago Mabino. If you know, if you pe- people know who that is, any listeners know who that is, I love you forever. <laughs> so please look him up. Hit him up for real. <laughs> my fifth song has a Drake feature because Drake Word. is my number one rapper. It's called Who Do You Love by YG. It's a great song. Definitely a great song. You got to check that out. My fourth song is it's a Twenty One Savage song. I love, love Twenty One, Twenty One, Twenty One, Twenty One. Uh-huh. But um, it's called Can't Leave Without It. So Twenty One Savage and Lil Baby and Gunner are on the song as well. It's a great song. Definitely listen Real. to that. My third song is Air Max by Comethazine. The beat on that <laughs> is insane. It's a good song. Um, my second one is by Jada. If you know who that is, also hit me up. The song's great. It's called No Name Dropping, and it's just. He starts it off so hype and it just doesn't descend at all. I love it. And my number one song, it's yep. Knife Talk. I saw him in person and when the yep. little scream dude came yep. out, I started screaming. So it was a, <laughs> it was a great time. If you didn't see Drake, man, you missed out. Get your money up, dog. I don't know what to tell you. Like you gotta go, you gotta go see that. You gotta go see that man at concert when he comes back. I'm running it back though when he when he comes back for this album though. I'm running it back. Okay, so. My playlist. That was really looks, long. Looks very different from you guys. So much bread. I'm um, because I listen to like very different songs from you guys. I don't know how to describe it. My yeah. taste in music is folk, country, old pop, indie, white dad, rock. <laughs> I, I'm hurt that you said that, but, but you're it's also true. not wrong. Yeah, um, we've discussed this. I I listen to a lot of country. You know, some some days my pregame hype playlist will be all country or all folk. Um, hmm. There are days where I get my Irish jigs out. That's mm, so real, though. That is real, cross though. Cross country race, and mm-hmm. you know, just that's real. 
just work with the Irish jigs and uh you know so so my my pregame also might go from like a little bit different place being a cross country runner um being that I need everything around the same beats per minute he's got to run um True, yeah. to be able to run for gotta that pregame that, that so up. like you know mine is mine is usually the quicker songs um starting at number 5 Wake Me Up by Avicii. It's just a phenomenal song, and you cannot tell me that that's not... R.I.P. Yep. You, you can't up. tell me that's not a pregame playlist song. No. I respect it. Okay, thank you. <laughs> to an extent. To, yeah. To an, to extent, an extent is fine. I will take that. Uh, number number four is Drive-By by Train, and I, I'm going to get some hate for that one, but it's I fine. Mean, it's not a... It's a know. good song, all right? Mm-hmm. It's I could listen song. to it, you know. Number <laughs> number three is Raging Fire by Philip Phillips. Another really great song. Um, number two is a country song. It's quite quick paced. It's Ain't Going Down by Garth Brooks. I love me some country, so um, I can't hate. Oh, me too. Garth Brooks, phenomenal. Just phenomenal. Um, number one. <laughs> so I was in a debate here because I was between two songs for number one, and one of them just didn't make the playlist. Well, you can say that one. Um, yeah. That was Andy Grammer. <laughs> um, and look, I'm an Andy Grammer fan. I will always be an Andy Grammer fan. He's just got good vibes, and it's like always happy music. And yeah. I will never complain about listening to some Andy Grammer. And things of that this, nature. This is one of my you favorite know? things about Colin. But He's an I, Andy Grammer fan. <laughs> look, I had to take it off the free game hype playlist because it, it's not hype. It's I, sentimental. It's very sentimental. And that's fine. And yeah. that song in particular, you know, it's fine. But it was this song, on the other hand, I'm a Believer by Smash Mouth is my number one. Um, <laughs> Believer by Mannequin Author is also a great song. I have that on my playlist as well. But, Absolutely. Um, I'll, I'll make that my honorable mention, in fact. Word, word. But uh, I'm a Believer by Smash Mouth is just a phenomenal song, and that is my number one. All right, I like you, it. You can't I like tell it me that's not a good pregame song. It's not, but it's a good song. It's, it's a good song, not a pregame song. Yeah, not a pregame okay, song. Okay, I will, like, you tell I will me pregame You're LeBron, that. game seven, and that's the song <laughs> you play before game that's, seven that's against the one. Curry. That's Absolutely. the one. Wow. That We're is... over here playing Knife Talk, and he's that's over here playing That's how my phase. You guys get angry. I need, like, joy, you know? Oh, I don't even need to angry bro it's not really anger Dude, it's just it's, like, it's adrenaline it is that's, adrenaline that's fair that's not how i work very you know? fair very fair very fair so you know i my pregame a little bit different than you guys yeah. i like it though that's all right it's diverse. it shows individuality and i like that <laughs> <laughs> you guys mind if i close it out yeah no go for it go i think that's it. all we have for you guys today thank you guys for joining us on this week's episode check the net on impact 89 fm You're... let us know what you think by connecting with the station on facebook twitter instagram at WDVM and at Impact 89 FM. This is our first full basketball season, first week of the season. We're excited. And the season's madness is only just beginning. So we can't wait to talk about it more next week on Check the Net. Thank you guys for listening.